Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute. It's the daily podcast in which we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at No Clutch Nate. And I am Niall McGowan. You can find me at BatMinutes89, a similar podcast where we analyze Tim Burton's 1989 Batman film one minute at a time. All righty. And today we're talking about minute number 43, and it starts with uh, Luther Jr. continuing to be creepy and ends with Luther Jr. saying that devils come from the sky. Um, Fitting. Yeah. So there's a... There's quite a bit going on between the dialogue between Senator Finch and Lex Luthor here. Uh, we get the continuing of his, the red capes are coming little thing. Uh, one if by land, two if by air. Mm. Or is it the other way around? No, yes, nope. uh, that's, that's, that's it, I believe. Yeah. Was that a Paul, Paul Revere? Was it Paul Revere? Or the girl? Mm. Wasn't it like misquoted or something? There's like that one girl that like, 14 year old girl that started running and banging on people's doors saying like hey you got you got to go man you got to get out you got to get your gun we're all <laughs> lining up see what well, they all were like hey a girl couldn't have done that paul revere probably did it mm. not can you tell us your perspective about the revolutionary war oh, let's <laughs> open up some cans of worms here <laughs> no but for some reason that that uh that particular quote always evokes memories of duck soup the marx brothers movie for me because that has a whole bit where they're going to war and that, and then it's, but you know, as you'd expect from the Marx Brothers, it leads to some crazy stuff of like, oh, one by land, one by sea, uh, three of them by land and sea. And then um, Harpo takes off on a horse, and it leads to a very troubling scene where he, he seems to, like, um, he goes into a woman's house, and it, she, it, it, it gets very tense for a minute. But I remember the scene ends with the, it seems to suggest that um, Harpo, this woman, and the horse have uh, have been intimate because they're all in bed together and uh, sitting smoking, which is uh, where my mind instantly goes as soon as I hear that uh, one one of my land, two of my air, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, that's uh, is there something to say that his outlook on the American Revolution is about a man, a woman, and a horse having <laughs> relations? That's I think someone needs to write that down. There's a joke in there. Mm. Hey, you know what? Uh, I might be in that same camp. <laughs> but uh, um, to me, talking about like creepy sexual things, though, like the Lex and uh, Senator Finch here, this is this is way too creepily intimate. This is little kind of whispering and staring her down, tapping the fingers against the table, and like uh, like to be fair to her, she takes charge of this situation by just like clapping the hand down on him. I know, right? And uh, it's like a mother thing to do. Yeah, it's a you know most people when like when facing some sort of serial killer vibe, they're they're more likely to start freeze or like start walking oh. backwards towards the door and whatnot, and yeah. and you know find out that the door is locked or something. But like here, she's like, "Listen, if I have to kick your ass right now, I'll do it, kid." Probably. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> his, his reaction to it though is this sort of she she puts a hand on his hand and he kind of has this like ooh. And it's, I wonder if like it's it's partially read as like annoyance or like uh, yeah a little bit like always oh, she's shut him up or it could almost be because this is physical contact he's made with someone else that it's almost like a little thrill he's got of like oh someone's she's touching my hand kind of thing which would make him even creepier than he already was <laughs> but uh, yeah it's just uh, everything about this is incredibly uncomfortable <laughs> pretty I much. think maybe 
it's probably the opposite. Maybe like physical contact is something that he does not like. Yeah, I think it's like why you can't touch me. Yeah. Like, you shouldn't be touching me. Yeah. Like uh, what was his name? Like um, Howard Hughes in The Aviator, or Leonardo DiCaprio in The Aviator. Like he like had like that super compulsive, you know, style yeah. about him. Where like OCD and yeah, you. like what was it? Adam Scott like took a pee off his plate. Which was like a blue pea. It was very weird. I remember. Yeah, something, he didn't, something like, happened. That he was didn't want it or something. And like it was, uh, yeah, the number was off. So like he had to, like he pushed the whole thing. It was like a nice looking steak too, and he like couldn't eat anything. Mm. And like, you know, um, what does he say? Some the papers. Bring me the papers. Bring me the papers. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't say? remember Is that, that movie, what it was. But I, I remember seeing. Oh, so it was like the uh, in like one week. It was like that, like the wave of the future. The wave of the future. Wave of the future. Wave yeah. of the future. It's wave of the future. I think you're wave thinking of, of uh, yeah. Jimmy two times and Goodfellas is the. I'm going to get that's, the papers. Get the papers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that. Well, so obviously the the big difference in this uh, the red capes thing is, uh, you know, it's obviously kind of like a misdirection of talking about Superman because it says two of it should be two by two of by C. It says two of by air because it's Superman and he flies and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, just pointing that out. Okay, That's, that was wait, hang on. You're pointing that like the most obvious thing out is what you're saying. Like yeah, because he it's an audio format, it's a podcast, <laughs> so I have to like address things. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe someone didn't get that. Maybe someone was just like, oh, he's just quoting Paul Revere. It's like, oh no, wait, you put a spin on it mm. to be about Superman. If someone like went and they had like an american revolution test the next day and it was like, like what did paul revere say and he's like oh i got this i just saw two of my air yeah. yeah what do you think the british are like flying at yeah. this point at this point in the 1700s and he, gets scolded and he gets kicked out of school so i mean but i mean that's the whole point of that is like why quote why quote paul revere are we even getting that right is it paul revere i don't want to be wrong <laughs> I, I yeah paul revere's midnight ride yeah i know but i i just it's it's not. I don't think Paul Revere ever. Maybe this line never was uttered in the history of man. Yeah. It's just someone like decided to like. You know that sounds like a good idea. Let me write hey, that you know, down. Paul Revere is like a very handsome guy in our day and age. Why don't we make him a hero? Well, and dude, write I'm a story? telling you, there's like this thing where like that 14 year old girl was the one that was actually writing. That's her what I'm out, saying. And like Paul Revere was just like some schmuck that was like, hey, you know that girl's like already got you beat by like. 80 miles and Paul Revere's like oh shit I guess I gotta get my horse yeah. and like then he starts to do it and you know because of the times and because we're a terrible group of human beings they were like we hey, well, to say, we hey a girl here. can't do that Paul Revere's this big strapping young lad and he was the one that Let's did make it make him the hero yeah is he where the, um, where the term revered comes from then or is that just sheer coincidence like that it's uh, I have I have no idea yeah. is that maybe is that something that we should know as Americans <laughs> I have no idea the term revered. So it's like a very, like, you know, you can say he's a good guy. You can talk about him. You can talk up. So well revered. Yeah. 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 Is that what Mm. Paul Revere was supposed to be? I don't know. Oh man. It's blowing my mind now. It's just typical fabricated. Yeah. All I know is that Johnny Tremaine got a silver hand and he learned how to write with his left. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, but yeah, what is, what is the whole point of it? Is that the point is that like, um, he is he is he thinking that he is the Paul Revere? Like, oh, like the whole reason I'm quoting this yeah. is because I want you to know that I'm. Uh, He's the one that's going to be warning people. I'm warning you that this guy is a, is a threat. Yeah, <laughs> but he. I mean, if you wanted to warn people, you probably shouldn't do it that way. Yeah, like no. you're using a. Hey, man! You know, we saw another planet 
that needed to get warned and you thought that would be the best way to go about it and yet i'm talking about jor-el i know but he didn't yeah. he didn't like hey let me tell you he didn't like come off with a joke he was just like straightforward like hey you gotta listen to me well exactly maybe like that because obviously the straightforward aspect didn't work so hey you gotta bring it up to another group of beings (laughs) and the warning you gotta bring it up as a joke Mm. it's like hey we learned from from jor-el we gotta make it a joke he's like hey remember that time uh we we warned each other about foreign invaders yeah well we're doing it again yeah and that's what i'm doing don't you remember exactly. that that's a, the whole thing though of this this entire series of films though is just like people refusing to listen to other people warning them about things it's like oh joel no one listened to him about krypton you know like the senator finch is like well she's rightfully not listening to him about the about Superman, but then even Alfred's just like, you shouldn't be going to war with Superman. He's like, oh, I'm going to go to war with Superman. Superman trying to tell Bruce Wayne, oh, she's, he's abducted my mother. No, I'm going to pound you. You know, it's just like, people just sat down and talked in, in these films. Maybe everything would go a lot smoother. But uh, that's not yeah, man. That's if people, the point of the film. If people sat down and talked in life, maybe things would yeah. go smoother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If people just considered all the facts before they made decisions, yeah. maybe... Uh, Maybe life would be a little bit different in, in both this film and in real life. Mm. So, um. next bullet point, <laughs> go. <laughs> but the yeah, the oldest Lex, lie the, in America. Yeah, I guess into this, uh, we don't get this. You know, it's, it's, it's like the teasing, the beginning of a joke. We don't get to hear what the the punchline is until uh, later on in. Outside of my my minutes, the whole do you know what the greatest the oldest lie in America is, Senator, and then it goes mm. you know it's like oh so don't find out that later on, but um, uh, but this goes in then to is um the was it say like oh uh, can I call you June, and then it's uh, I remember been very shocked at the the line of dialogue of uh, oh was call me whatever you want, uh was it like, call a bucket of piss Granny's peach tea. I was like, I just mm-hmm. couldn't believe that they said the ter- they used the term "bucket of piss" in a Superman film. <laughs> I was like, this is like it's a brave new world here we're in, folks. But um, I mean, it's probably typical Kentucky dialogue. Yeah. Um, let, me, let me check with my girlfriend. Uh, she says, <laughs> yeah, they use it all the time. Although he, again, he's like uh, the one thing we didn't touch on in the last minute as well is this. He he starts off in the wrong foot as well by like offering her the Kentucky mash. And it's like, oh, a fine Kentucky girl like yourself. Like, it's kind of underhandedly saying, like, oh, we all know Kentucky people just like getting wasted all the time. Like, that's I'm offering you a drink before lunch, which is like maybe as a you know she's already standoffish with him through things like that. That she's interpreted that as an insult. But then there's there's also a thing he says about because he's still you know he's still rocking this glass here. Um, he says like, oh. His father always told him that Kentucky Mash was a, a secret to health, and is that supposed to be again inferring that like maybe Lex Senior had a bit of a drinking problem, and that like if you know th- th- this this was a phrase he came out with quite a bit that maybe he was just getting wasted all day and then beating up his son or something. But yeah, mm, I mean, could be. We know that punches get thrown, mm. and we know that whiskey is like. It stands for like water of life or something. Mm-hmm. It's like what the word whiskey means. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I would I would definitely say his father has some sort of uh, probably probably had some sort of alcoholic 
issues. Um, <laughs> you also got the, so, the, 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 the this bucket of piss thing though as well. Like it's it seems like it's such a drastic jump because it's again maybe that's her trying to make a very abrasive mood of like you know I'm not being polite anymore. I'll come out with this phrase, and uh, it does seem a, a bit weird though. It's almost like she's equating herself. With a bucket of piss, like you can call me June, you can call a bucket of piss. Granny's Peach Tea. He's like, are you referring to yourself as a bucket of piss? Is that what you like? You've, you've you've made that leap yourself, Holly. Like that's not the, yeah, yeah that, that's that's not Lex right there. But um, she is the she is the fly. Because mm. you won't fool a fly or me. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming this. So, wait, so what? Who's the fly? She's, the, she's fly, the fly, and then who's me? You won't fool a fly or me. Because mm. she. <laughs> the, I don't the get fly that phrase. Is, okay, the bucket of piss is being called Granny's Peach Tea, but it's, fly, that's the lie. Yeah, yeah, but a fly wouldn't f- fall for that mm. because it can tell what's a bucket of piss and, and what's, what's a, bu- sweet tea. a bucket of tea. Yeah, okay. Uh, she won't be fooled into thinking that his deterrent is really a weapon of assassination. Mm. I, d- okay, <laughs> I didn't think the fly was an actual fly. I, like the fly knows the difference between them. I get it now. It makes sense. But. See, I thought it was some other like old phrase that I wasn't familiar with because like, we were having to deal with it a lot on uh, the 1989 Batman film. Like Jack Nicholson's coming out with things like, oh, never, t- never rub another man's rhubarb. I was like, is that a phrase? Is it, or did Jack Nicholson just make that up? <laughs> And it's like uh, you won't fool a fly or me. It's like is that a, is that a thing that people say, or is she just coming up with this because of the the bucket of piss thing, or is it just the term you won't fool a fly or me in general? Is that like an old Kentucky phrase, or is it? She's had to have heard it in the past. Yeah, it's like, a Kentucky you thing. <laughs> you won't fool a fly or me. I mean, the whole thing, the bucket of piss yeah. and the gray street. Like, yeah. the, the whole thing is a is a phrase. Yeah. I'm sure people just go. They just say the last part. It's just one of those things. You don't say the whole. Yeah, <laughs> rarely in today's age do people say the whole like kind of. It's like proverb. You fool, you fool me once, mm. yeah. shame on you. You fool me twice. Yeah, they don't you say really the whole gonna thing. say this whole thing? No. Yeah, they just say, like, just oh, say the very end. Yeah. Or yeah, so probably, I'm sure people go around the. Like, I don't know about the rhubarb thing. I, uh, <laughs> oh, I think that's, uh, maybe so many episodes of just trying to decipher like i think jack nicholson's just making things up he's just turning this out of the air now like <laughs> i'm of a mind to make some mookie like what <laughs> that's just yeah. that's like mookie's not a term what the hell are you talking about jack but uh mm. <laughs> oh if you can get the if you want to hear all those discussions go on over to batman at 89 it's all there so um but uh yeah the i do like the because we see you know this pays off much like the whole the oldest lie in America, later on this uh, peach tea thing pays off when um, you know in a later minute we see uh, Senator Finch has had a delivery of Granny's peach tea on her on her desk, which was uh, I do love the the, hey, the 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 mental visual though of what Lex had to do to get that there, <laughs> but like uh, I'm sure you'll have probably lengthy discussions about yeah. was that his. Or did he get Mercy to do it for him? Or like, did he have to go out and send out for like special piss? Or like, what, what happened there? But uh... <laughs> we'll never. We'll we'll, uh, we'll 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 get there. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, it, everything that he says is, you know, saved for a reason. Or not saved. It's like if he says something, if this character says something, it's said for a reason and. Um, there are things that get said that don't get answered right away and some people kind of forget it, but 
yeah, like when they wrote this character, like everything that he says will be later referred back to. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, oldest lie in America, the Granny's Peach Tea. Uh, you think, would he mind if I just change one thing in this room? Mm. Because that painting should be upside down. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just. And uh, when he says that too, that line, because um, that painting should be upside down. And then he's like, we know that devils come from uh, the sky. They have the camera so that that white horse does kind of creep into the shot. Man, the lighting, him. too, is just insane. On his face, like, he just looks mm-hmm. sinister as hell. Yeah. Bleh. He's got something nice shadowing on his face. Mm-hmm. I do wonder if, like, the entire reason he brought her in to have this meeting here was so he could do the that painting should be upside down line like he had this all rehearsed in his head of like this is good this is going to really land the points so like make sure she comes into dad's study <laughs> because if he did in his own I office it's like uh, oh there's nothing here I can equate with the uh, superman and the, the imminent threats to humanity so I better move it down to dad's room <laughs> I think that's true I think she was the one who was like who called the meeting do you think yeah yeah, she had he to. Wouldn't have, he wouldn't have been like, hey, I need to come talk to you about this. And I, he wouldn't have invited her here. He would have been like, oh, just me and I like Scorp, where everyone's having fun. Like, yeah. welcome to Disneyland. Like, yeah. how can I help? Mm. Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah could be. But uh, it's, just, it's just like, oh, it's quick thinking. It's like, oh, thank God that painting was here. I can make. The, I can really land this point now that uh, this is conveniently placed. But um, yeah, as we said, I think we're saying back in minute one as well, if that opened book was in front assuming by the angle that's in front of the painting then so uh you know we'll get we'll get to eventually what the painting actually is from but it seems to be like a, a, a that was it would seem that that was a deliberate uh placement as well at at this moment so mhm yeah absolutely um cool that's all i had for this one what about you guys uh no that's about uh that's about me yeah, we're going to talk about the painting tomorrow? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, man, I'm done. All righty. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute. And you can find all the other shows that we do, like Tarantino Minute, on tooldmedia.com. Um, if you want some cool bonus episodes over the weekend, we now have a Patreon. So you can go to patreon.com slash tooldmedia. And for $5 a month, you get three bonus episodes. Uh, one of them being Nate and I uh, reviewing comic books that our patrons recommend us to review. And so we devote a whole episode to reviewing the book and we uh, just have a good time talking about it. Um, so yeah, uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.